0: Hello, I'm Grace Jeffries and I'm thinking about my future. To help me do this, I'm speaking with successful women to get an understanding of the challenges they have faced throughout their careers, how they overcame them and what tips they have for girls of my age. Today, my guest is Natalie Campbell. Natalie has many roles and is currently the CEO of Baloo Water and the co-founder of a social innovation agency called A Very Good Company. Thanks for joining me today, Natalie. Can we start by you, Tenga listeners, a little about the work you do now at Baloo and how it linked to WaterAid?
1: Of course, but before I say that, I want to say that I think this podcast is a wonderful idea Um, and actually my journey to becoming a CEO started when I was of a similar age, slightly older, at the age of 15, I decided I wanted to be a CEO and so it's taken me a little while but I managed to get there and so... um, that I, I get here and, and, and what does it mean? Um, I actually started my first business when I was at university. I was 19 and I started an events business um, and then I moved into retail. So I opened a franchise. It was a high street clothing store um, back in the 90s called Morgan. Mm-hmm. And I realized that there was something really powerful about running my own business and being an entrepreneur and it was getting me closer to becoming um, a CEO. So I've had lots of jobs, I've had lots of leadership roles, and I also have lots of board roles. And I saw the role for Blue and I thought this is an amazing opportunity to run a commercial business, so a business that makes money, but also a business that does good. It only exists to do good through our partnership with WaterAid. So we give 100% of our net profit, so the money that's left over, once we've paid for all of the sales and running the business, we've got 100% of that to WaterAid to then support people access clean water wherever they may be in the world. Because um, millions of people don't have a toilet, can't wash their hands, and girls in schools um, don't have the basic facilities that we are lucky enough to have. So it's an absolute privilege to do this job.
0: Interesting. When you were at school, did you know what you wanted to do or be? Or did that happen when you were older? So before 15,
1: I think I wanted to be a singer or a dancer or an entertainer or something of of that sort. Um, And then when I realised I wanted to be a CEO, I was pretty much focused on business. And I would buy pens. I used to go to America for the summer holidays and I'd buy pens um at the big supermarkets they're like glitter pens and things that you didn't get here and I'd come back um to school and sell them and I also opened the tuck shop and I like that idea of having something that people wanted to buy and making some money um so by 15 I definitely knew I wanted to be a CEO.
0: Have you ever had any idols?
1: Lots um so the idol that Convinced me I wanted to be a CEO was Puff Daddy, who I think now he's probably known as Diddy. Um, But I loved 90s hip hop music. And so that's why I fell in love with the idea of being a CEO, because lots of the the rappers then called themselves CEOs. Um, I also, you know, I say this often, I am inspired and um, I guess inspired more than the perspective of an idol by young girls. Because I actually think um, there's a whole generation of young girls now who have very clear views about the way they think the world should be and are actually putting action behind those thoughts to make things happen. Um, So that's who inspires me. I spend a lot of time in schools with with young girls and they always give me a new perspective.
0: I know that you also sit on the committee of the Big Lottery Fund. Can you tell us how that role came about and what the Big Lottery Fund does? Mm -hmm.
1: Um, So, I'm a board member, uh, and so for context, you can either be an executive within a business, um, which means you run the day-to-day, or you can be on the board, which means you have a more strategic view of the organisation. I applied for the big lottery um, nearly five years ago now, and I applied because it's um, one of the UK's largest grant funders. We give away nearly a billion pounds a year to communities all over the UK. And I wanted to be involved in an organisation that was making a difference to people's lives um, at that sort of scale. And, you know, it's a good example of um, when you don't get something you really want, trying again. So I applied three times to join the board. The first two times I I didn't get through and on the last time I did. But I knew I wanted to be there, so I kept going no matter what. And it took me three, three years, but I got there.
0: How important do you think it is to go to university?
1: It's a very good question. Um, I think it depends on what you want to do. If you really love studying and you love academia and thoughts and asking big questions about the world, university is a great place to do that. If um, you want to go into engineering or science or become a doctor, you have to go to university not well, depending on the sort the of sort area you want to go go into, it's a great place to, to learn um, the core fundamentals of, of skill. But actually, if you get a bit restless in a classroom or in a room and you want to do things with your hands or be out and about meeting people, there are lots of other ways that you can build a brilliant career. I mean, I would always advocate anyone becoming an entrepreneur and just giving it a go. Um, but apprenticeships, I think, are, are great opportunities Um, Building your skills by going straight into employment is another great opportunity. You don't have to do a degree straight out of school, you can do it slightly later. And so I think the the more important question is, what is it that makes you happy? What would you love to do? And then figure out how to, to get there.
0: At what point did you become interested in social enterprise?
1: I've always been interested in social enterprise because I've always been interested in helping people. Um, and I realised quite early on that you can help people when you have access to money. Um, money is is an energy that, that that changes things. So social enterprise for me is a really great balance of a commercial business model that is about making money, but that money is then used for good, and it's only used for good, or used to support um, better environmental practices, or to support a team. And work in a, in a fundamentally different and better way. So always, I'm going to say.
0: How, do you think um, COVID has affected your business and the Waterway Charity?
1: COVID has definitely affected Blue Water. Um, I started on the 2nd of March. And so I've only ever met my team once in person. Um, which I've only ever met them 2D like like this and so building a business, building relationships with a team, you have to get a bit more creative about how you do it um, obviously our sales have dipped because we focus on the hospitality sector but the most important thing is that as a business we came together and thought what is the silver lining in this what's the thing that we can learn how can we use this time to think creatively about the business and also for WaterAid it's you know if The most important thing, or one of the most important things about to combat coronavirus is washing hands. It's never made their work even you know more important because if you don't have water or access to water, how do you clean your hands? Um and so we've been working with them to think creatively about how we uh support people in need, not just now but also in the future, if this ever comes back, even in a small way. We need to make sure the communities have access to water.
0: Have, are you the first person who is a woman to be the CEO of your company?
1: No, um, I am the second. Um, so it was founded by uh, a man called Reed Paget, and then Karen Lynch took over as CEO 10 years ago. And so I'm um, the next female CEO and hopefully there for the next 10 years.
0: Is there anything that you still want to do, either personally or professionally?
1: (gasps) It's a great question. Um, (laughs) I would love to learn to swim.
0: Uh
1: Um, I've always had a dream of being able to dive into the ocean and do it without being scared, and um, Uh the thought of it scares me. Uh, I would love to build a globally known business. I think people know Blue Water. If you've been to a restaurant, definitely in a city, you might have seen it. Um, But I would love for it to be a global brand that people think about when they think about a business that does good and makes a difference to people's lives. Um, And I would love to buy a house, which is what I'm trying to do right now.
0: What tips would you give girls when they start to think about their careers and their future?
1: I would say focus on what gives you joy, don't feel pressured to do the things that your friends are doing or that your parents might say you should do, do something that brings you joy because the reality is is that when you start working you'll be working for hopefully 40, 50 years and so if you spend time doing things you, that don't bring you joy, uh, it makes what could be a very long career less fulfilling. Um, I would also say think about what you're strongest at and what are you really, really good at and how can that become a career um, and also don't take, you know, no for an answer. If you want to do something and someone says, "Oh, maybe not. This isn't for you," or "You know, there's no opportunity here," if you believe there's an opportunity, you'll find a way. So keep going.
0: The world is changing so much and so quickly. What do you think work for women might look like in ten years' time?
1: <laughs> ten years' time, in the world for women. Uh, what well, what I hope is that we have. Um, a more equitable world a world where there is justice for women in that we are paid the same no matter what job we do we're paid the same as a man no matter what job we do Um, that there are no professions or spaces or places that women don't feel welcome Um, and there are uh, for me lots of younger women coming through running businesses um and living their best lives showing that it can be done i think at the moment um oh i'm hoping it's easier for you to find lots of female ceos than it was for me when i when i was looking um in in my teens but that there are so many examples and case studies of, of women doing things and not just women young girls like yourself doing things that it makes any career option or life option totally viable
0: I have really enjoyed chatting with you today, Natalie. Thank you so much and I'm sure everyone listening will now be thinking about some of the choices they are about to make. Keep listening to Grace Jeffrey's Meets as I talk to many more brilliant women.